TGIF, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and we are back with another fabulous episode that y'all will not be able to stop talking about all week because that's what we do. We're here to sit, serve, and break down all the biggest headlines from this week on the uh, social media and in the news. So let's get this party started. I've been looking forward to this all week mm -hmm. long. Please welcome multimedia personality talk show host who is just everywhere doing rich white woman shit like being on boats and eating weird foods funky dineva that's right <laughs> <laughs> and brand strategist slash only fans contender with the bikini bottoms mr al reynolds <laughs> okay I, I'm ready for the night. Oh, are you drinking? I am. I, I'm drinking whiskey tonight. Well, yeah, I'm I've been, I've been, I've been drinking since three o'clock. <laughs> so, <laughs> because I went on the sailboat, but for the people out there, I'm drinking cherry soda right now because I'm at work <laughs> and I'm professional. <laughs> you every week it's something with you. You were in love about right. to get married. That lasted five days. Then you were the gym rat and you were shitting on everybody with your gym attire. I think you're just doing it for the for the pictures for the gram. They right. said you ain't supposed to be drinking because you threw up on your evaluation and you vowed <laughs> to take it seriously. And like your window is it's like five days every time. Listen, I, I am an impulsive creature. Um, I, my life is an adventure, and I don't believe in cheating myself out of any experience. So I'm the person who will go get married today and go get divorced next week just to say I was married once. I'm that guy. Are you done with the workout? Are we done with the workouts? Oh, no, absolutely. I paid on people too much money a month, and I ain't got the body that I wanted yet. Body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> you know what? Did y'all see Funky Dineva's picture on, on, on Instagram today? Oh, y'all is so uh -oh, damn good. Uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> What year was that again, Claudia? Did, oh, what we year got was it. that? Look at, look at this. Now, this is a post picture that he posted. I don't know what's going on with you two here. <laughs> uh, I don't know if y'all live in a competition. You got like, but you, you, you really almost showed the, the pube line there, Funky. You, you're pretty slim, though. I thought you'd have a, more of a belly fall that drinking you do. You're, pretty, you're in pretty good shape. Thank you much. Thank you. Now, is that recent? No, that's my old body. That body is like 11, 12 years old. That that body is actually when I used to work in corporate America and go to the gym every day after work because that's just what you did when you worked in corporate. Everybody else did. Um, that's the body I'm trying to get back to and then some. Okay, well, we'll say about drinking tonight because I see the fitness shit is some bullshit. We ain't getting there. <laughs> no, I go to the gym. Baby, I go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 o'clock. I pay my trainer $135 a session, and I take a class on the weekend. I'm in the gym four times a week, and I'm at the mall. You are getting robbed. I'm in the gym, and I'm in the mall one time a week buying all the clothes, stunting on them hoes. They be like, who's that girl? <laughs> when I come through the gym, I be giving them fashions, honey. They can't take me. Um, yeah, Al, stop hating. I mean, I, I'm on that J-Lo. I went to the gym, and I said this, and they said, what, you, what do you want? I said, I'm on that J-Lo, Janet Jackson shit. I'm trying to work out for three months like I'm prepping to go on tour. What's tea? <laughs> do you drink water, Q? When I'm at the gym, but I, I mostly drink um, vodka, Long Islands, rum and cokes, 
you know, and if I'm really feeling risky <laughs> and grown, Hennessy, <laughs> that's what I prefer. But water is cool every now and then. Al, can you, Al, you're a fitness buff. We seen your body a few weeks ago. You and people are still drooling. Listen, right. Al, they used to talk so much shit about you when we first started the show, and they love oh. you now. Like they love you. Don't. Know, I sent you a bunch of comments over the weekend because I wanted you to know that they do love you. I want to cheer you up, and I, I just feel like you don't know think that they love you, and they do, Al. But they, we also we also got to give Al this too. Al has come out of his cocoon. I think a lot of this was new for him, and I think he was trying to find his whatever, 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 his mojo, his rhythm, and he found it. And the audience, we they, I don't think the people really knew Al the personality. They knew Al the scandal, but they didn't know Al the personality. Not Al the scandal. Right. I mean, it's true, T. Al, what right. say you? Al, what's going on with you tonight? Are you drunk already? No, no, no. My my internet is out. I can't see you guys at all. So oh, we can see you. You're just, fine. So just keep, yeah, just keep going. We can see and hear you. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna just play it like I'm blind or something like that. But no, um, <laughs> no, I appreciate it, Claudia, for doing that because you know personally, I don't read comments, and I told Claudia I don't read comments because usually in my past experience they've been so negative and just so so dark. So I, I'm appreciating the fact that um, I actually get to share myself and people get to know the real me instead of other people interpreting me. So I appreciate it. I told people, not to say I told y'all so, but when we first put this show, the first, sh first show came out, they was, why is Al on here? Y'all should, they were suggesting all these other people that should be in this place. I said, trust me, trust me. I know, I have a feeling this is gonna work. And here we are. This show, TGIF, has become one of the top shows on Fox Soul. People are here for the show. And it's inspired a whole bunch of other shows that's doing the, you know, they 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 inspired. I ain't gonna say copy, they're inspired by because there's no one's no one's you know reinventing the wheel here. But I, I I you should you should take a lot of credit for that because a lot of that's to do with your intellectual side. You know what I mean? Like we have the <laughs> messy and, and intellectual. Uh, intellectualness that's not really weird but y'all know what I'm saying and mm -hmm. and, and fun and, and then like then like a, a friendship yeah I think. yeah yeah I, yeah I love it <laughs> okay I let's get into some hot top what y'all drinking on tonight I'm drinking cherry soda and what else you know what I'm drinking I'm already sauced up I've been drinking since three I went sailing today so I'm good <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, what you drinking I'm drinking whiskey straight out the bottle, like no chaser, maybe a little bit of ice. I'm ready for Funky Dineva tonight. Oh, oh you ready, Daddy? <laughs> What's that room number? Claudia, start these topics, girl. <laughs> I am there with Al tonight. So I'm in a hotel. I'm in New York. It's cold as hell. And um, I, I had to crack open this little this little one-ounce bottle of liquor. That's probably $25. So I'm just drinking Grey Goose straight. Is that bad? Not at all, baby. Okay. Well, real, real quick, before we get to the hot topics, we have some some comments from the chat. We love to show y'all love because y'all show us so much love. Julia says, yay, TGIF. And Joe says, after a long week, I'm ready for this. Roy says, Claudia drinking shots. Yes, I am. Markeisha says, Funky Bunch is here. Chris says, Funky and the, Funky the Freak. Nina says, Alex <laughs> this evening. And Brown says, have Q had, has Q had an edible tonight? Okay. All right, well, let's get into some hot topics. It looks like Bruno. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Okay. Around Messi, did she ask that question? Because you know I did an edible two weeks ago and fainted in the red rooster. I'll tell you that story later. Start you're a fitness jerk. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, listen, I'm not going to judge you. Okay. Um, it looks like Bruno Mars is going to prison. Well, not the real Bruno, the imposter. There's a man that was uh, pretending to be Grammy-winning singer, and um, this guy was arrested for taking a hundred thousand dollars in checks from a 63-year-old Texas woman after catfishing her on Instagram. Now, the the unsuspecting lady. She fell in love with the fake Mars and sends him money. What are your thoughts on the story? And have y'all ever been catfished? I have. Have y'all been catfished before? So I've never been catfished. And you know what? This this story just, it's just pathetic. And it reminds me of those people on, uh, what is it? 90 Day Fiance, where it's like, you've been fat, out of shape and unattractive all your life. Then you go outside the country, you find a man who is the epitome of beauty by every standard, <laughs> regardless of what culture you belong to. And you honestly think this man wants you. You 47 years old, you ain't never even came in contact with a man with a body like this. And now all of a sudden, girl, you honestly think this man wants you? Like, Miss Girl, okay, first off, if you got $100,000 that you could just readily give away like that, you need to take it and take your ass to therapy because I don't know <laughs> what world that you live in that you honestly think you ain't never even been in the realm of no type of damn celebrity. You from West Bubble Hell, Texas, and you honestly believe with as many followers as Bruno Mars got, as much access as he's got to models, actresses, millionaires billionaires that he honestly wanted you girl like this is the prime example of when low self-esteem goes unchecked okay because that esteem <laughs> was so low that it led her to a place of delusions <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't feel like it should be a crime or called anything when you tell somebody i'm bruno mars or i'm britney spears and they give you their money I don't see what he did wrong. <laughs> I've been catfished before. Snapchat. It was um, a fake Dave East. And um, he was like, all of my Snapchat. I was like, Dave East is fine. Wait, it's Dave East, right? Yeah, the rapper Dave East, right? So he was like writing me and like super like, you know, on me, right? And then I was telling my girl, I'm like, yo, Dave East is like hella checking for me, hella hard in my, in my snap. She's like, oh, there's a fake one that's been hitting up everybody. I was like, oh, damn. And I blew my Busted your bubble. Busted your bubble. Wow. Give no money, though. Why y'all get... Al, what do you think about this story? The whole giving the money. Like, you, she never even probably... She never even seen this man for real. To give 100 racks. That's so what first I'm of all, First of all, you got to remember, this is a scam. So it, it, it speaks to everything. She's the right person. She's in the right age demographic. Remember, elderly people have retirement accounts that they live on. They have 401ks. They have large amounts of money that you can scoop out of. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm very upset that someone is preying on the elderly. But, shit, I got to be honest. If, if, if Bruno Mars were to hit you up in your DM and be like, yo, what's up? And then you present it. Now, remember, they know who to hit up. They know to hit up older people. They know to hit, hit, hit up vulnerable people. She probably doesn't 
you know, really access the internet or pop culture like that. So it's not like she's asking him to FaceTime her because you know me, I'll be like, you got to FaceTime me or send me some videos or some something. I got to see the real you. Mm-hmm. So she's probably not as savvy. So like I said, it's a scam. So listen, if you're going to use a scam, Bruno Mars is a scam to use because I promise you, I, I, who would say no to him? I just don't understand how this happens. Like, I just, like, I... I, I, I... Why, maybe, why are you believing that a millionaire, a very successful millionaire, needs your money for a rehearsal or something with this toy he was short cheek and, like, and, I was like, you and, and why would you think this young, beautiful, successful, multi-Grammy holding boy, man, will want your elderly old decrepit living off of Social Security fixed income having ass? <laughs> <laughs> like... Come I don't on. know. If, I don't know if, if I don't know if somebody living off of Social Security can send a hundred thousand dollars. Now you know she obviously was chosen for a reason. She well, had a hundred thousand dollars that she sent immediately. So, well, let me retract that and replace. Listen, it she's with, not like your typical Social Security. Let me retract that and replace it with your AARP eligible ass. Okay, <laughs> your senior discount, sixty nine cent coffee, McDonald's drinking ass. Why do you think he would want? You like come like like I almost feel like the the court shouldn't award her nothing but just being stupid. Like I I I don't understand how it's a crime that I can walk into a space and tell you I'm Britney Spears and you give me your money and now I'm in trouble. No, you should be in trouble for being. Listen, I put that. Listen, listen. They're elderly. Sixty-three is not that old. Sixty-three is not that old. 63 is not, is that really old to be like 63, 63, right? 63 means 20 years ago when the internet came out, she was 40 (laughs) and still in the workforce. Okay. She know what all the hell going on. Like she was lonely. She was lonely. And she, uh, you know what? I'm here for her in a way because she's 63 and she thought she was going to get smashed by Bruno Mars. So I kind of like her spirit. I do. Well, they say a boat lesson is better than a toilet lesson. So there it is. On that yeah. note, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. <laughs> we got Al some proper Wi-Fi. Got him all set up. Now he can see us and it won't be a little two-second delay. You look right. nice here. You see us? See how good we look now, Al? Yes. You looking good tonight, Claudia. I got a little tan. I went to Aruba last week and I went on a little vacation. I got a really bad sunburn. Y'all want to see it? It's pretty gross. Yeah, let's see. Look. Oh, that's like Ow. a white girl tan burn. That's light skin people problems. You know, I am <laughs> I am 37 years old and I have never tanned and or experienced a sunburn before ever in my life. Can't relate. When you get older, though, it starts to happen because I used to never get it when I was young and I would get super dark and never, never burn out and brag about it. And then I just went out this time. I never put SPF on. And now it's a lesson learned because my face peeled like two days later. Like I, it definitely was on some white girl shit. Like I'm like, what is this? Am I turning? Am I turning more? Like it's, it's not cute. Um, speaking of not cute, the gorilla girl lady, she finally has a happy uh-huh. girl, Jessica Brown, plastered her hair with gorilla glue. She went to L.A. this past week. And a black plastic surgeon named Michael Obang remo- removed the glue. And guess what? He didn't charge her for the four-hour job. And it's estimated it would have cost $12,000. Are you surprised they were able to get that glue out? And would you pay $12,000 to remove Gorilla Glue from your hair that you voluntarily put in? I hate that picture of her. She just looks 
Well, first of all, I wouldn't have to pay $12,000 to get Gorilla Glue removed out of my hair and out my scalp because I'm not stupid enough to put it in there <laughs> in the first damn place. I am so tired of her and everything about this story aggravates me down to that damn name, Tessica. Okay, your mama would just be an extra. Your name would just, she's, first of all, she's the living embodiment of extra because your name was supposed to be Jessica and now it's Tessica. And I, you know what? And putting Gorilla Glue in a swoop back ponytail sound like some shit a chick named Tessica would do. I have so many questions. Number one, why aren't your fingers glued together. Number two, when you were spraying the shit in your hair, it didn't smell like wrong. Number three, when you were doing like this and smoothing it bike, why your hand didn't get stuck to your scalp? <laughs> and when you look down like this, that shit just didn't feel wrong to you. Like it did it. And then I'm not understanding like, did she confuse the Gorilla Glue for the Gorilla hair product? Or was she just like, forget it child. Uh, Claudia says she's going to be right here to pick me up at 10 o'clock for the club. <laughs> and it's 9.50. And I got to hurry up and get dressed. So I'm just going to put this shit on it and worry about it later. Like, who, who thinks to put anything other than a cosmetology or pharmaceutical or beauty product on their body? As a Black woman... I am not buying any product for my hair that has the word gorilla in it because I feel like they are trying it. That is safe. It's a little jab at us. And we're going to line up as a black woman in line and buy gorilla shit. I'm not buying no gorilla shit. I'm just right. not because right. of the implications and the historical, you know, shade that they've thrown on us with that. And then you got to like buy, she, she, she thought it was some other gorilla hair stuff. And, and then she put the gorilla glue. I, I think she did it for clout. I, I, I don't know. She's gotten so much attention. Now these other dumb motherfuckers, they copying her with Gorilla Glue. Someone glued they, a cup to the lip, had to get part of the lip cut up. Some dumb bitch put it on her coochie. Like, what is wrong with me? You need a job and a hobby because you got too much time to be gluing your shit together. What's wrong with you? And I know her scalp had to smell like Umbe's belly button. Okay. <laughs> because she said it was on there for, what, a month? Or whatever, and you know your scalp needs to breathe. Your scalp will get just as musty as your underarms if you don't wash that bad boy. <laughs> so I know it was stinking, burning, itching, irritated, flaking, chafing, and every damn thing <laughs> up under that damn helmet that she glued under. And the funniest thing was when she was trying to wash it, and it literally was like putting water on an acrylic table. It just wasn't doing anything. Now, here's the sad part about it, Claudia. You're a Black woman. You already know this. You know, the whole thing was about preserving her hair, right? Preserving, she didn't have to shave it all off. Now, when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, then people, they told me shit about cosmetology. But I know enough about Black girls leaving just for me perm on their head too long to know that them chemicals is going to eat her hair out. I don't care what's on her scalp today. You trust and believe that shit ain't going to be there tomorrow. Okay? Between that Gorilla Glue being on there for two damn months and whatever dye potion lie he had to put on her head to get that shit off, she going to be about as bald-headed as me come next week. Okay. <laughs> right. She had to use, they had to use what? Remember, they, they shared what the ingredients that they had to use to get it off. So they had to use industrial strength 
adhesive remover. And then they also had to use isotope, isotone, or isotone, isotone, what they use when you have your nails done. Plus, I guess they also said olive oil and aloe vera, but you know what really got that glue out of there. You're right, Bunky. I think she's going to be hairless in about a week. She should have just shaved that shit off. Mm -hmm. What's she about is brittle. Her hair is about as brittle as a Ritz cracker right about now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad she's feeling better, but while she's at it, can you take those ridiculous lashes and blue contact out? <laughs> but I do, I do. The one, thing, the one thing that I did enjoy about the story was it was an African-American plastic surgeon in Hollywood that stepped up to the plate. Now, remember, he not only stepped up to the plate, but he actually called the company, Gorilla Glue Company, to find out the compounds that was in the glue so that he could create a compound to reverse the glue. So let's give Dr. Michael Obing, let's give Dr. Michael Obing a big up. In fact, I sent him a message on Instagram saying, thank you for helping the Gorilla Girl out. That was really cool to me. First of all, what you're not about to do is call her the Gorilla Girl. You as a light-skinned black person, they gonna come for you and say you are. Well, I meant the gorilla. I meant the gorilla blue girl. Like I'm not calling her a gorilla. I, but you know what it is? It's such sensitive times. They'll cut that one little part, and they'll be like, "See, there they go again." I, I, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. Somebody who makes their living in the social media space, the the term that's trending most as it relates to her is gorilla glue girl. That's right. how I had to tag all of my videos so I could make my money. I had to gorilla glue girl. That's yeah, what put the girl like glue in the middle. You can't just say, yeah, no, gorilla, yeah girl. gorilla girl, gorilla, right, sorry. Glue, gorilla girl. glue girl. But you yeah. know what? Before before we move on, we also must point out that this was the greatest marketing accident that gorilla glue could have never afforded to pay for. They could have right. never. They didn't have. They, they, there's not an ad agency alive that could have gotten their name and their product in any household. And guess what? Any damn thing fall apart in my house, my life, or my relationship, I'm going to <laughs> But wait a minute, wait a minute, Funky. Let's be clear now. They better hope that they have all the right labeling on that Gorilla Glue because this could be a liability issue. If it does not have on that label, do not use on personal blah, 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 they will be held liable for the, for what? Isn't it as raggedy as a race, as, and I mean the human race, that you got to tell people not to put this chemical. So if you don't put, tell them to put it, if, it's like every single part of the body that can cause you harm, like they're liable. I get what you're saying. Right. I get what you're saying because people will find a loophole to get some money. But That's like right. at some point, like, come on, people, don't be idiots. Don't and be mind you, it's sold in Walmart next to the water hoses, the screws, and the garbage cans, okay? <laughs> the health and beauty department is on the other side of the store. Common damn sense. Hey, uh, did y'all see Dr. Dre? He is fully recovered from the, uh, what, he had an aneurysm? Uh-huh, yeah. Out in the street on a date, and he was spotted with a mystery woman. Turns out the woman is April Jones from, uh, you know, Amarion's baby mama. The two were spotted on Wednesday heading out of Boa Steakhouse in West Hollywood, and she had a little sexy outfit on. Now, he's currently in a messy divorce with his whole young. And, uh, you know, what do y'all think about this? Should he be uh, seen publicly with another woman before the divorce is final? That could be ammunition for his wife. What do y'all think? Yeah. I think when you have that type of money, that's called you money. So that means you do what the you want to do when you want to do it with who you want to do it the funny thing about this to me 
is that this little, this young lady right here, I don't know her, but I am just bird's eye view. She went from Omarion to another uh, group Little of members, Fizz. Little, Little Fizz. Fizz. And she's like, she's pulling one of those, um, what is uh, what is Steve Harvey's daughter name? One of those, okay, I'm tired of dealing with you guys that are out here dancing and, and singing to get a check. I'm going to the real source of the money. So she's like, hey, Dr. Dre, you want to go to dinner? Let's go. I like April Jones. I think that they drag her so much. And I feel like they don't do that to the white girls when they when they date, you know, people that know each other, which they do that all the time. They 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 have no problem with that known fact. They be dating brothers and all kinds of shit. And I thought they drag her a lot. I, I personally like her. I had her sit down for an interview and I laugh. And I just feel like she gets it. I mean, you may not like everything she does, but the people in the comments, I swear, if we took like looked at their lives sometimes. I bet you they're doing way more shady shit. And I just feel like I understand, but Claudia, come on, they're they're like in the same band. Like they were on tour together. Like, come on now. Like you don't think she's through the same group? No, 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 no. Sorry, that that's just no, 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 no. Like, how you gonna be? How you gonna be with Omarion, right? Lil Fizz is his best, well, friendly, even though she claims that they weren't really friends, right? She claimed that they they didn't have a real friendship or whatever. But come on, you saw during the whole tour time, Lil Fizz on the other side. So you're like, hmm, I might can I, mm, I might can get with that if this don't work out. And that's exactly what she did. That's assuming she was plotting. Maybe she was so heartbroken over Omari. And I, listen, it's my job. That to she get ran into the arms of Lil Fizz. Maybe the time of uh, there was. From what I understand, wasn't there years that had gone by between? It no, like, no, no. Maybe, maybe twelve to eighteen months. What's it? I don't know. Wasn't the, was the kid still a toddler? Mm, I don't. I just don't know. You know re re relationship withstanding is just the optics of it all. Like it just looks bad. Um, and then right. too, if you're gonna date my brother, date my older rich brother, not the younger broke brother that be asking <laughs> for, for movie money. That's number two. And this whole Dre and in April thing is such a non-story for me. Dre, for all intents and purposes, is not married. Okay. He's going right. for divorce. It's plastered all across the news. We know for a fact he is not with that wife. His marriage at this point is simply a legal technicality. Um, you know, I think the bigger concern is with all of the allegations of Dr. Dre being a woman beater, you know what I'm saying? April needs to just really be careful about what it is she's jumping into why she thinks she's doing something sporty. You know what? I recently watched the Michelle story. I I'm late. I just watched it like last week and I was horrified at, at the movie. Right, how about, yeah. And I was like, I had, I mean, you heard about the D, you know, the D Barnes thing and, and all that. But then the fact that Michelle had countless, you know, accounts of it happened allegedly. And then Nicole, his new wife, the, the soon to be ex-wife is saying the same thing. April, be careful. Women beaters usually don't stop being women beaters, alleged women beaters. I have to say that. So yeah, don't try to see me. Um, right. Plus I like Dr. Dre. So you ain't going to be able to call him a woman beater. Well, so just because you like him, don't mean he, a, he, he can't be a woman. I never it. said that. I, I can have a friend and I can support a friend, right? Well, here's the I thing. mean, he's not a friend. He's a friend in my mind, but I'm just saying. That's the problem, I think, with celebrityism. We can love someone's music and work with them. We like we kind of give them a pass because we like their music. And that's what happens all the time. That's why women are a lot of times afraid to come forward. So it's, I don't know, y'all. I mean, 
if he wasn't Dr. Dre, would be we would we be cool with him? But we would not. If he wasn't Dr. Dre, the question is, would she be with him? And, and it's absolutely no. The answer is absolutely the answer not. Is and, no. the thing, and the thing about it is, quiet. She know what kept. he he she know his PR. And quiet as it's kept, I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it honestly is a rebound situation because I really don't think April brings enough to life at this point. She doesn't come to the table with enough in life at this point to hold the attention of a Dr. Dre for long. And maybe they're just dating, you know, maybe they're just having, both just having fun, you know what I'm saying? She's been dealing with the whole Omarion with Biz thing and he's dealing with his divorce and, you know, maybe it's not as serious. They just had, have, they just had dinner. Yeah, to, to, for all we know, right. Okay, no, that's not how it works. Not when you're both in a media cycle. You know when you step out, you're stepping out for a reason. You're stepping out for attention. You're stepping out for the coverage. You know exactly what you're doing when you're in a media cycle. And you just came off a media cycle of not only being in a divorce, but being in a hospital situation. You know what you're doing. So people that are famous can't just go to dinner with someone? Well, people that are famous point. don't go to dinner at a well-known place where the where the maitre d tips off TMZ and TMZ is right outside the car right when you pull up. Come on, y'all. You got to see it for what it really is. We know what's going on. I'm peeping the game, y'all. And Al sexy, is right. Because everybody looks good. Al is right. Because you notice you never see Oprah go out to dinner. You never see Janet Jackson go out to right. dinner. You never see Mariah Carey go out to dinner. You ain't never even seen Tyler Perry baby, okay? Yet alone right. that lady he was supposedly going with. So celebrities know how to keep their stuff separate. I mean, out of the media. If they, you ain't never seen Jay-Z and Beyonce go out to dinner. But like, we don't the never other thing, right, funky, but the other thing is, it's so funny because the TMZ guy who caught them allegedly, right, just happened to be there, caught them, never asked who his date was, actually never even said her name. So we already know what that it was pre-prepared pre because if you're a true TMZ, you know that that who that, you know that's April. You know that she's on Love and Hip Hop. You know that she's with Dr. Dre. You say, April, how are you doing? Come on, we got to look at all the facts here. And, and, and this reads to me a little bit desperate. I know for a fact, though, that the restaurant, they have people that work there and they definitely call as soon as they spot the reservation or they see you walking in. That definitely happens. So we got to take a quick break. We are over. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. <laughs> What's up? Welcome back to TGIF. We're having a great time with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. I just saw a comment in the chat. I got to say, he said, you can tell Claudia is stingy. Sis really drinking out of a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They know you well. It's not that I'm stingy. I'm in a hotel and that's all I had. I can't, it's too cold to go here in a, in a, in, and to go get liquor. But anyways, um, we were just talking about the whole Dr. Dre thing. And I think that was, that, that, that was, that was, yeah, it was a little spirited debate, I would say about that. So listen, moving on. This whole, y'all been following the whole Britney Spears thing? Absolutely. So she's been recently grounded by her father at 39 years old. A source said the father, Jamie Spears, grounded the singer for three weeks after she met a friend for a socially distanced walk on the beach last summer. Now, the pop star's life and career has been under her dad's control ever since he won a legal conservatorship over her uh, you know, affairs years ago. But yesterday, a judge sided with Britney and her team by giving a third party equal power to her father when it comes to managing her finances 
Now, details about her lack of freedom have been making the headlines ever since a documentary about her life was released on Hulu. What do y'all think about this case? And do you think she needs to be supervised like this? I think it's completely disgusting that she has been uh, relegated to a child and placed on punishment. Now, as it relates to her conservatorship, I can speak to this firsthand because my brother is paranoid schizophrenic and I had to go through the court process to get his rights taken away. And I know that in that process, he had to meet with three different psychologists who had to all come back with the same conclusion that he needed to be under the supervision of someone else. So I said that to say this, if he did get conservatorship over her, the doctor saw that she was not medically fit to be on her own. I will say that. That's right. But it's starting to feel as if, and we've seen it before with celebrity kids and their parents, that that man running astray with her damn finances, okay? Spinning up that lady money, okay? And I knew (laughs) at one point, at one point, I knew that she was trying to get the younger sister to be her conservator. If it was my family member and she was uneasy with me, if I was the dad, I would simply say, fine, Brittany, if you don't want it to be me, then it needs to be your mom or your sister, but it needs to be somebody. The fact well, that he's holding on to it, it, I, I, it, that makes me feel a little so, uncomfortable. And this whole she's been grounded at 39 years old, that bothers me. So I, I, I got to step in here because this is actually not correct. So she's a conservative and he's a conservator and he's a conservator because the judicial body elected him as a conservator in that family structure because he was the most responsible because the sister and the mother were exhibiting irresponsible behavior around her entire financial, physical, mental, emotional uh, uh, well-being. Okay, so he was the most stable, if you would, in the family structure, demonstrating what was presented to the courts. So in this case, this is very serious because emotionally, what we don't know is that Britney Spears is struggling with mental health issues. And those issues are to the point where a court, almost like a jury, had to examine facts to decide on who has the ability to monitor and manage this woman's in her incapacity to do it for herself. So let's be very clear about that. And even though the courts did allow for a co-manager to do her finances, that was because Vestima Trust knows finances better than the father and the father did relinquish that. So what you notice is that he didn't relinquish anything else because he's the only one in that family structure that is exhibiting to the courts that he has the ability to serve that role better than anybody else. So let's just keep, let's make sure we understand that. So what we don't know because it is a celebrity is we don't know the real life that she has led that has made the courts so concerned about her well-being. The things that we have seen is the cutting of the hair, the beating of the car with a baseball bat. But what we did not see is those multiple suicide attempts of her being taken out on the stretcher. We did see it once, but there were multiple times where she was taken out on the stretcher. And she also she also put herself into the mental health institute. So y'all think the media attention and like the, the level of fame that she had and being up under a microscope, do y'all think that that exacerbated her underlying issues, her mental illness? Do you think that drove her crazy? 
I think, I think from, it, from, what it did was it possibly accelerated yeah, it. Yeah, sure. It's so, it's so I'm without it either accelerated it or exacerbated. I mean, I think she probably already was predisposed to having right. what it is. But here's what's throwing me, and not that it's any of our business. Do we know what her official diagnosis is? And the reason I'm asking is because not too long ago, she was just on one of those major shows, the voice, the sing, the whatever, the singer song, and I'm a judge. At that, one of that. Something like that. Yeah, which is a huge, like. That's a huge responsibility. It's a huge job. It's a huge paycheck. And I remember when I saw her, I was feeling like Brittany must be really doing well that she's in a space where she can now do this. And she's speaking as a music official, as somebody who's been there, done that. So it's very troubling to me to find out that she, you know, backslid in a sense, not to mention she did a whole residency in Vegas. Right. So we're... we're but remember, she had a meltdown. She had a meltdown in that residency in Vegas. So what happens in celebrity situations like that, especially children's stars, is that they go into a role. They almost go into like, what's that? What that? What is that uh, character acting? What's that type of acting that you go into? That acting. So exactly. So what happens is when she is on a stage, she turns into a different person. It's when she comes off that stage that she lacks the ability to manage her emotions and her mental stability. Understood. Dr. Al. I know. Well, I, you know, I, I sometimes I got to break out the degree on y'all sometimes. But, I, you know, we're just all outside of looking in and just saying what our opinions are. What is it really is what I really want to know, because we are we're getting the information from the people that are around her that do that could have a motive. They could be right. saying all kinds of things about her and exaggerating. We don't really know. Al, no, but like the, I said to you is before, she, is she bipolar? Is that her diagnosis? No, I think she has more than just a bipolar disorder as far as the court documents are concerned. Remember, I keep going back to this. There was a body, a judicial body, that made a ruling around this woman's mental health and her ability to manage her own estate. So it's not one, it's not two, it's not three people. We're looking at a group of professionals. We're looking at every type of doctor that you can manage it, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a endocrinologist, and they, that woman has been examined from head to toe, blood work, CT scans, brain scan, everything that you can imagine this woman has had to go through because it was all at jeopardy because of her inability to handle it. Okay, on that note, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. We are back with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Let's get into some topics. We can cover a lot of ground these last 15 minutes. Uh, okay. Some people have a heart of gold and others have a heart of stone. Kevin Hart's personal shopper stole over $1 million from the funny man by making unauthorized charges to his credit cards for nearly 19 months. The suspected personal shopper was arrested this week. He reportedly bought Louis Vuitton bags, watches, and fine arts. And authorities also recovered $250,000 in cash from his home. He's facing up to 25 years in prison. Was it too trusting of Kevin to give him the personal shopper that much access to his money? Or is that just what people at that level of wealth do? It was very trusting. It was very stupid. There's in 19 months, let me, it's just reckless. I know you're Kevin Hart. I know you're a listener. I know you're busy, but you're not that damn busy. Not to mention your wife don't damn work. 
Okay, what the hell she home doing all day? <laughs> Somebody need to be somewhere checking some damn credit card statements on top of that. Whoever the hell pay your bills, they didn't notice that your credit card balance was a little off trend this month versus your normal spending pattern. There's too many people in that equation who wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing for a million damn dollars to come up missing within 19 months. Okay, so I'm going to give this my two seconds right here. So first of all, this entire story reeks of something is not adding up something's not right here okay so remember in the store he brought four watches that were at four hundred thousand dollars a piece he brought art that was a half a million dollars but when they went to his house they only found two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of stuff right something in this story just smells very fishy to me it seems like there may have been some type of collusion in my mind if you will because i don't know too many people that don't know when that credit card rings a four hundred thousand dollar purchase first of all i don't care who you are you get an alert and the richer you are the quicker the alerts get to you so i'm gonna say i'm gonna err on the side that something to me says that this young man is falling on the sword for something a little bit bigger well i guess time will tell uh moving on kirk franklin spoke out against homophobia in the church during a recent sirius xm radio interview he's saying what is very important to understand is that the pulpit is not a bullying place he went on to add it's that you have some LBGTQIA plus people that make decisions. Like I have some close gay friends who make decisions based on their interpretation of the Bible. They live out of their lives based on whether, uh, on celibacy or whatever they choose to do. I'm sorry. They live, what the hell? They live out their lives based on whether celibacy or whatever they choose to do. And they should have that right. Um, well, Kirk Franklin received backlash from conservative Christians because of his comments. It sounds like he's taking up for the community. And sometimes the church has a complicated relationship with that. I don't know why still in 2021. I think it's ridiculous, personally. Of course, he's going to get some backlash from people because you've got people who were raised and taught a certain thing and they believe a certain thing. They will throw all logic out of the window. They will subscribe to the deepest level of cognitive dissonance to uphold their worldview. And there's a very funny relationship that the black church in particular has mm -hmm. with homosexuality as it relates to that in any other damn sin. Barbara could steal, kill, shoot, adult, have a baby out of wedlock, this, that, and the third. They will show up to the baby shower. They will, they will show up and throw a free my, my homeboy Boosie from jail party. They will even cry, contend, and take an offering to help get somebody off a murder charge. But you show up to the church and you tell them you gay and all of a sudden they come hit you with the thunder, the lightning, and all the rain from Noah when it rained for 40 days. And 40 <laughs> I just don't understand why it is that if you are of the belief that homosexuality is a sin, that it's not treated any different than any of the other sins that, that, that Black people in the church tend to overlook or minimalize. And what they need to realize and what they need to accept is that much of it is not rooted in God and the Bible, but it's straight up rooted in ignorance and homophobia. And how we mm. do with that so many people, prominent people in the church, highly religious people, people that are very famous, for their ties to the church are in fact part of the community low key. And it's not even just modern times. Let's take it on back to the Catholic church going back decades and decades and decades, actually hundreds of years. So it's like while you're sitting there preaching about how bad this stuff is, you're doing it in the dark and you're creeping around and, you're, and, 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 and living a lie. Whatever and your sexuality is, it's natural. It can't be suppressed. 
nature will always supersede and trump man-made institutions. And that is why you find all those Catholic priests find themselves touching boys or having engaging in homosexual acts because you can't suppress nature no matter how hard you try. It's, she's going to always win. Al? I'm going to leave that right there because I was going to say, you know, that could be why he's issuing the statement that he issues. Hmm. That's another show. Kurt Franklin. <laughs> Moving on, Halle Berry isn't too happy about paying uh, excess, excessive amounts of child support to one of her ex-boyfriends. The Oscar-winning actress reportedly pays her ex, Gabrielle, $16,000 a month in child support, and she's been kind of lashing out about it. I'm here for this. I never felt right about this woman paying this white man all this money when she has the baby the majority of the time. Anyways, uh, so when the subject was brought up on social media, she responded to a troll saying it's wrong. And it's extortion. The way many laws are set up, people are allowed to use children in order to be awarded money to live a lifestyle that is not only, that they, they did not earn. That's way above and beyond the child's reasonable needs. She also addressed that women do take advantage of this too. So I don't want to leave that part out. So people say, well, what about when women do it to men? I think she's saying it's just wrong, period. Do you agree with Halle Berry? And, and there should, be, should there be limits based on excessive child support? Al, what do you think? First of all, Okay, I need, I first of all, I love Holly, Holly Berry. I totally get it. But what I need to know is how does a young white male, 20 years younger than you, get custody over your child? I don't think I he need, has He definitely has custody of the child because he would not get, he would not get child support at the ring of $17,000 a month if he didn't have primary custody. I don't think he does. Let me find out. So you listen, you can't you can't get a custody payment if you don't have custody of the child. He doesn't he's getting child support, correct? I think that's why he's getting child support. I was, support, I was thinking that I was like, if they got joint No, 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 no. Let's be very clear of what's going on here. He's getting child support because he has primary custody of their child. Why does he have prime okay, so they have joint custody of the child. Why does he have $17,000 worth of joint custody on this child. That's why she's saying it's wrong because she's like, he doesn't need all of that. But the court has decided that that's what's appropriate. Yeah. So there had to be something. First of all, women never not get full custody of their child. Second of all, you are probably one of the most famous women in America, if I dare say. How could you not get primary custody of your child? I just want her to share with me how she did not get primary custody of her child. She's the mother, she's able, she's fit, she's financially uh, secure. She has multiple houses that the child could stay in. The child could go to private school. The child could have a, a bodyguard. The child could have a private driver. There's nothing in that equation where that child is at jeopardy if we look from the outside in. So how is it possible that he wants $17,000 in joint custody. We, let, let's finish this discussion. We have to take one last break, unfortunately. We'll be back with more TGIF and we'll discuss it all when we come back. Welcome back to TGIF. We just got about three minutes left. It goes by so fast, but let's use his last uh -huh. minutes to talk about Rachel Dozial, the white woman who falsely claimed she was black, who also served as the president of the NAACP chapter in Washington State. She's back and she's saying she hasn't been able to find a job in six years since the scandal broke. She says she's turned down for many jobs, including working at a casino. 
and as a hotel maid. Damn, you wanted to be black, girl. Anyways, is this karma? <laughs> what do you think this is about? Is this karma? I feel bad for her. Welcome to being black. Let me tell you something. Here's the beautiful thing. And here's why I really don't give two hells about this. Because Rachel Dolezal has the all-exalted luxury of going and washing off her skin, her tan, and straightening out her hair, and going and showing up as a damn white woman with all that white privilege. She's What, what she's going through right now is called voluntary struggle okay you, you you are white there's a scene from um my this show i watched on on, on netflix where the, the, the girl was hooking and she was on probation and she was talking to her probation officer and she said she had the hook because she didn't have any opportunities and she was like girl cut it out cut it out you're beautiful you're thin you're white you have no excuse Race to Dolezal, you're beautiful, you're educated, and most of all, you're white. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. Even a maid, though, they wouldn't let her work at a casino or as a maid. I, I'm still not buying it. I'm still not buying it. I'm still, let me tell you something. As much as Apple is hiring from $18 an hour from at-home workers, Amazon hiring people to process stuff, them folks, girl, get off my line with this foolishness. And I'm going to close by saying this again. You're beautiful. You're young. You're educated. You're white. <laughs> you know what? Why people want to be, some want to be oppressed so bad. Well, now you have it. Not well, to mention, no, Uber, wait, wait, wait. Uber hire anybody. Wait, 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 wait. The best part was when she did the Tavern Hall interview, she had in braids, and the braids had Jamaican colors going down her braids. That is so, why okay, she's not getting that, hired. That, that, that right there, that right there. People, let you don't know. Want, people don't want that damn circus at their job. They don't want that. They don't want this white woman who got in trouble for posing as black with her Jamaica beauty break. They don't want that at their place of business. Show up as a white woman that you are. I see your true colors. <laughs> and she have no problem getting a damn job. On that note, we have got to say goodbye. We are out of time. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Dineva. The show is over. Thank you so much for watching us, uh, TGIF. And we'll be back here next week. I hope y'all have a good Valentine's Day this weekend. Uh, stick around. Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee is up next. We'll see you next time. You ain't got no plans, Q. You gonna be back in love? Chaz, no. That's why he put that <laughs> he, thirst trap picture He came up. over last night, he though. Tried, he did come over he last tried, night. He tried to get him a...